Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to episode 199, 191. Getting ahead of yourself. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Jimmy Smith in the building and Prime in the building. And tonight we're getting defensive about our defense. The Eagles defense, you know, it's not as uh, high power as it used to be. It's not the uh, gangrene defense of old. It's not Reggie White. It's not the – we do have Fletcher Cox in the fold. Uh, Javon Hargraves leading the way. And we have Darius Slay. We do have playmakers. Um, but, you know, the way that our defense is set up, we could – need a cb2 we could need some uh some free agents we could need some draft picks we could need a cornerback in the second round perhaps so uh tonight we're just trying to figure this out live and uh have have, uh, the people join in the discussion and try to figure out what players they're looking at and we're gonna play gm tonight everyone's gonna put their gm hats on evan how are you feeling my friend Doing great. I think uh, we're off to a great start. Uh, we just had an episode the other day. We were talking about the addition of Anthony Harris, which I see that some people are already in here commenting on. I was very big on that. Uh, I thought that um, just shoring up that safety position, I thought that was a total step up from Jalen Mills. You know, thankful for everything that Jalen's done for us. But ultimately, I think Anthony Harris was a step up from him last year. And uh, I'm excited to see what Jonathan Gannon is going to do with this defense, man. We got a completely return of the page. Tabula rasa, clean slate. Uh, so we're, we're turning the page with this defense, and I'm hoping that uh, it's going to be a lot better this next year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm excited. This is a topic that I've been definitely looking forward to, you know what I mean, being on the defensive side. Um, I am <clears throat> just as well as excited for the Harris uh, signing. So, you know what I mean, that was like the cherry on the top that we just needed to go ahead and get on the board with uh, a free agency signing. So, you know what I mean, uh, you know, the breakdown that we're going to go ahead and give everybody tonight, uh, I'm looking forward to go ahead and actually chime in on that. I'm feeling pretty good tonight. Uh, you know, plenty of room to be defensive about the defense, Gail. Uh, you know, this defense was pretty bad last year. And, you know, these guys just mentioned what an upgrade it was uh, for Anthony Harris. Uh, love Green Goblin. Best wishes to you. But great, great addition there. And uh, I think Andrew Adams is a great addition to the special teams unit over Rudy Ford. So, um, you know, we talked about the fact that we wouldn't be able to make too many additions in free agency, but uh, maybe some one-year deals just because of uh, the cap going up next year. So love the addition there. Excited to talk about this defense. Now, shout out to Joey Shakes in the chat. He says, Steve Nelson is the best coverage corner available at the moment. Release from the Steelers. Eagles have interest in linebacker uh, Navelle Hewitt. Steven Nelson is a guy that's uh, plenty of people shout out to Tim. He he dropped that in my DM a couple days ago. He's like, we got to get Steven Nelson. Uh, we got to get somebody. CB2 is a thing. Dory yeah. Jackson did not leave New York. He must have liked the pizza better than he did these cheesesteaks. Big Philly. bagel guy. Bad move. Big bagel. Um, I agree uh, with Joey Shakes, though, dude, for sure. I just yeah. I made a video as soon as he got released. We need to – Add a cornerback, too. There's plenty of veterans out there. And I think, you know, I agree completely with Joey there. Steven Nelson would be a great addition. Yeah, I mean, you start looking at the the defense here. Uh, when, you, when you start looking at, at them on paper, um, then you start feeling a certain way about, uh, you know, Darius Slay obviously locking it down. 
Um, you know, Lil Tay Tay is still Lil Tay Tay. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, he has a pair of my custom kicks. Um, <laughs> Kevon Seymour. Uh, you know, these are just the guys <laughs> at the moment. Uh, I think Craig James has the best, the best looking profile. Look at that. That's he's got the earring and he's got the do rag. That's that's a nice combo. Michael <laughs> Jack Wet, the ex tire salesman. Uh, you know, again, just a guy. Jameson Houston, he looks like one of my uncles. How old is this guy? Uh, <laughs> Lavert Hill. Yeah. I mean, the way our <laughs> the way that our quarterback group is set up. Holy- you, know, you know, you know what that cornerback room is? That is a hundred dollar bill and a hundred uh, a bunch of ones wrapped inside of it. You just see the hundred. Looks like you got a big wad. But uh, <laughs> he fanned that bitch out. It gets pretty thin. <laughs> wow. That's true. So sad. So sad. Wow. I mean, first of all, I'm just going to give a big shout out to uh, Mr. J.C. Horn over here because his pro day was amazing. Uh, this guy is uh, one of the corners out there who could be a difference maker. Definitely made some more money today with the, a great uh, pro day. Uh, I think, um, you know, people in the chat are already – talking cornerback um you know like uh where was it uh eugene he's talking about i need to see me too um you know shout out to otis what's up for joining the live chat as well yeah yes i see joey sees it too man i mean this lineup is the, the best thing about that lineup group was the do-rag and the earring the yeah. combination <laughs> was that- the best thing about that graphic i was that, like, that's not going to put wide receivers like stopping them in the tracks every week, though. The, the do rag and the earring that only gets you so far. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I know someone was in here talking about can we please stop talking about Avante Maddox as thank you? Can we please stop pretending Maddox is good? I mean, that, that's something we talked about, you know, all of last year. It's just that I, this guy can't lie, he's not an outside corner, he can't line up and be that cornerback too that we were anticipating him being. So uh, this needs to be addressed either in free agency or the draft. I think it's much likely, more likely, the way that our bank account is set up, as Gail likes to say, uh, that it gets addressed in the draft. Poor Tay-Tay. But, What's but, sad is this was the topic last year, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But it, but it, can we also address that it, the way that we set our players up for success is a, a yes. thing. Like if I put – you know, you on the outside, knowing that you're most likely inside, I'm doing you a disservice. I mean, they've put him outside slot and safety. Like the things that we do, you know, we cross train some of our corners, not all corners are uh, created equal. Some players can do it, some can't, but I think as a, uh, a depth piece, I think he is serviceable. I'm not saying he's all world. Uh, once he becomes all world, we will not call him Lil Tay Tay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I mean, he, going to the safety position, we all know uh, it's not as it's not as laughable as the could it be? I don't, well, especially now with the with the addition of Harris and once McLeod comes back, it, it gets less laughable. So uh, we, you know, starting off with Anthony Harris that we just brought into the fold. You know, we I, I love that signing. I thought that was a good value signing. Rodney McLeod, ACL, um, recovering from that. You know, behind him, you know, we have uh, Marcus Epps, Andrew Adams, just brought into the building. Uh, you the, just just guys right now. Um, you know, the DB hybrids, um, Graylin Arnold, Elijah Riley. Uh, these look like. Um, you know, get, when you look at the group again, you're like, who who are these guys? But they are on my team. But you're like, I know them. You know, but you know what? The, I really know them. The sad part is that we didn't even get to linebacker. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be the biggest. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's already honestly. that's already a joke. Yeah, yeah but on that joke. picture, that's where you need to put Avante Maddox because you talked about where they used him. That's where Avante Maddox excels, and I don't mean as a starter. A depth piece, a guy that could be your fourth corner, a uh, hybrid, you know, guy that comes in the slot and safety. So, yeah, Maddox isn't good on the outside, but great point there, you know, Gail saying the way you use him. And Jonathan Gannon being a defensive back coach, guy with a familiar background just in that area, I think it's going to bode well for all of our secondary. But uh, 
Vontae Maddox, I think they could hopefully find a way to use him. Mm-hmm. Now, Eugene says even Fitzpatrick and Daniel Jones would have a field day against that CB group. Um, Which I they do already have. have. <laughs> I mean, I do have a graphic of the the wide receivers that we are going to face. I'll show that later, but that's kind of scary. Uh, we have Tyreek Hill. We have Julio Jones, Calvin. We have them all. Uh, add Kev, uh, add Galladay to that mix. And um, it's going to be a great time for our cornerback group. So they have some work to do. Overall, I mean, our, our secondary, they have, uh, you know, th- this is where we're, we're trying to, like some of the people in the chat are showing up and not realizing what kind of show we're having. We're, having, we're getting defensive about the defense. So there's a lot of takes about Smith, Chase, and Pitts. We, uh, we got it. We, we, we will be talking draft probably at the end of the show. I mean, offensive, if you really want to get offensive. But uh, it, your defensive takes, we really want to know what you guys feel about what defensive pieces you want to add and bring to the table. Because, I mean, do you need a CB2? I think, obviously, it's 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 time for bring it, to bring in a veteran cornerback. Um, you know, we mentioned Steven, um, Steven Nelson. Um, A.J. Bouye's out there. Yep. Uh, Richard um, Sherman's talking about going back to – Seattle, Seattle. But we're we're also like let let's not bury the lead here. Uh, we're strapped for cash, so I mean those are some big names that you just threw out there. I don't think realistically uh, it, we can afford a Richard Sherman and AJ Bouye, any of those guys. Really, I think that those are more. Um, they're going to end up on teams with some more money to burn. If the guy is interested in banking on himself, he could possibly sign a one-year deal. As you've seen with Anthony Harris, the guy that could have definitely gotten bigger money, There, he said he listened to his agent. And what a lot of these agents are going to be telling these players right now is the fact that the cap is going to go up exponentially next year. So you're going to have so much more money. Bank on yourself. Go out, beat some ass, and maybe the Eagles give Anthony Harris a bigger contract. Maybe they give somebody else one of these corners a bigger contract. Yeah, we mentioned that a lot in the last podcast. I think that these one-year deals are definitely going to go ahead and rise up um, because of the fact that the cap is going up next year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you, Jimmy. I mean, I think I, I see a lot of a lot of one-years. And, I mean, hey, look, surprisingly, we could go ahead and sign one, of the, one out of those two guys for a one-year deal. Just bring them in, let them shine, get their, you know, their, their stats up, and – they could go out there for a big contract next year. That guy's with down years, right? And they could come here and definitely get playing time. So, <laughs> you know, people have mentioned uh, Gary and Conley. Mm, uh, yep, that's another good one. That's a potential mm-hmm. target. Malcolm Butler. Malcolm, yeah, Malcolm Butler. Yeah, Malcolm. We all know him. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl Malcolm Butler. I, that, I mean, that, that, that's what got him all the money that he's made in his entire <laughs> career, though. He's been a decent cornerback since, but it's, it's yeah, serviceable. Sure. But then he's he not like. But that you, you understand what I'm saying, though. That oh, yeah, gave absolutely. him a contract yeah. that he wasn't exactly earning at that point. Yeah, yeah. Look, he ended up going to Tennessee after that one. Something yes, like that. Tennessee. Something? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Kelly mentions that Bouye's been cut twice. Now he's got something to prove. Uh, exactly. That's one yeah. of those guys. For the money I'm trying to spend, <laughs> you can come in for that cheap. Um, but there's also the idea of, um, you know, Pete, shout out to Pete, Nathan in the chat, always a uh, commenter. We appreciate you. Uh, he mentioned some guys in the second round that, that I was going to talk about. Uh, Greg Newsom, Tyson Campbell, Eric Stokes. Got um, the wheels, man. All guys are running four twos like it's going out of style these days. But mm-hmm. also it's um, these pro days are going to run a little bit faster. Yeah, I do yeah, think. Yeah. We just did me shout out to Chris Malley. We did a, a video on Asante Samuel Jr. Imagine having an Asante and Avante. That's <laughs> two little Tay-Tays. Because, uh, you know, Asante is a second round value, uh, 5'10, 180. You know, he's, he's not like the most physical guy out there, but he's got the athleticism, uh, natural in space. He's got the genes. He can break on those balls. No, no, uh, you, you don't know what I'm saying. But he, 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 can, he, make, he can make some breaks on some of these balls. I actually, He's I a actually, I actually have some. I actually have some video in the um, chat here. I don't even know if you can see that with the uh, comment in the way. I got it. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, he's one of those guys that uh, actually can, you know, come up and uh, he can play. He can play in zone. 
you know, he this this part this this play right here uh, almost you know almost breaks it up. We would like to see some more picks like his daddy, but he he is stunting like his daddy. Like he's his stock is uh his stock is uh, on the rise a little bit. I think some people m- might think he sneaks into the first round. I think he's a second round value, but he, he said he's a dog, just like Jair Alexander, same size. Um, but Jair was supposed to be second round value, but his, his stock rose and he got drafted by Green Bay in the first round and and, stood. and ended up being a, a really good cornerback for them, though, too. I mean, yeah. his his, draw, his stock rose and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that Avant, I'm sorry, Asante Samuel could have the same sort of uh, path in his career. I mean, I think that he does have that dog in him. He's got that swagger about him. Um, and he's he's a playmaker. He makes good jumps on the ball. Uh, I just think he needs to grow in a system. And where else better than a new system right here? Hey. <laughs> yeah, his knock is he can't play outside. You know, he struggles out there, and I think he would maybe struggle in the NFL. But, you know, there's a chance for him to improve his game. So maybe give the kid a chance. But I agree with Gail. I don't think he's necessarily a first-round talent, but maybe mm-hmm. people will uh, be mistaken. And, you know, he'll turn out to be a stud. He's got the genes, that's for sure. Do, do, do you think that we're getting a little bit too enraptured by the name? Do you think that's what's like grabbing onto people too much? It's a Santos name. I, I mean, some, some people would just say, you know, but if he's you, good though, if you watch this, you know, he, he has the ability or um, Pete says here, um, he, he mentioned more of a slot guy. I mean, he, yep. he can play outside and inside. He's played outside his whole life. Um, but like, you know, uh, when people are like, is he physical enough? Can he make yeah. the tackle? You know, That's this is knock, him, yeah. this is him tackling AJ Dillon, and we all know who AJ, AJ Dillon is. Big exactly. boy, big boy. Exactly. I mean, he's not afraid to come up and make make. You know, like some 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 guys are, they don't care about their bodies. Like, could his, his frame be uh, an issue on the next level? Maybe, but I'm. Um, it looks it, it looks like that's the advantage he has over his dad. Yeah, exactly. He actually hits people. And that's the thing he does. So why couldn't he improve his game and get better? I think he definitely will excel in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've seen some people in the in the, in the, in the uh, comments talking about linebackers. I mean, one linebacker, uh, shout out to Joe, because I would take Micah Parsons with the number one pick. Mm. Now, if you guys have not um, – I mean, if you – when I pick someone in the top ten, they got to be squeaky clean. There's got to be no character concerns, anything. Like if I don't know if you guys looked into you know, <laughs> Mike, Mike's issue uh, with the the hazing issue and uh, him telling one of his teammates. Well, why are you dancing I'm, around the bush? I mean. I'm going to conduct <laughs> you and uh, I guess put his genitals on the buttocks of another, oh. another play. Like it, it, it's a weird thing. Like uh, you, you do the, you do the research. I put you in that path. Start looking now. I don't know. It's kind of weird, man. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you tell people that story and they're like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and hold off on that. thought process. I want my, I want my top 10. Like, and believe me when I was, uh, what's his name from Alabama? Um, the missile. Um, he was on uh, Washington, and he dropped his, his stock. Dropped Santana Moss. You know what I'm talking about. I, I linebacker that. Alabama. Oh, linebacker! I thought you. Yes. I can't, I can't think of his name. My brain is dead, dude. Yeah, you got. Right, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. <laughs> but Yo, I'm I, saying, like, I, I wanted him in the draft, and then. He had so much character concerns that he dropped in, in the draft. Oh, and Reuben Foster, the guy that Ruben got Fox, drafted by no, the Niners. Yeah, Reuben Foster. Yeah. I, I, was thinking, I was thinking of the DT from Clemson who was uh, tickling Sorry, I missed the first part of what you said. <laughs> Sorry. Christian oh, yeah, that was an interesting draft yeah. class. Yeah. I, I, I'm throwing that in the chat. I'm like, did you see uh, you see this from the draft process? That was, yeah. an, interesting, that was an interesting draft class there. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, Chris says Foster. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Ruben Foster. We all saw what happened. Like, I saw Ozzie Newsom pass on a, a Alabama linebacker. I knew exactly what I'm like. If Ozzie Newsom, who has ties to Alabama, passes on him, there's something. Up. There's something. There's something yeah. up. So, uh, you know, talk about linebackers. Everyone's uh, 
talking about linebackers. We all like yeah. to talk about linebackers. Here. Before you get into that, Gail, I, I just wanted to say, um, you know, when you're looking at this defense and where they struggled, one of the funniest things to me, and this kind of linebacker, perfect middle time to talk about this, um, you know, because it, it it's tackling and coverage when it comes to our linebackers, especially predominantly nickel, uh, two, uh, two nickel linebackers coming out here. So I think that, you know, when you look at last year's stats, we were 14th. Uh, that's the only stat we were 14th in pass yards per game that we were, uh, in the top half, of uh, <laughs> yards allowed. Uh, and then when it comes to touchdowns, we were 15th and I believe it was 1.7 touchdowns allowed in the passing game. When it came to rushing, we gave up 125.8 yards per game. I do believe it was, that's good for 18th in the NFL and then 21st. Uh, and that was actually 1.2 touchdowns uh, per game, uh, in rushing the ball. So we need to help. Linebacker, I think we have a couple guys that are good against the run, but uh, coverage linebacker I would look for. Uh, Todd says Cox behind Cox. How about that? Um, Jabril Cox. Jabril Cox, LSU, NDSU, if that's the Cox you're talking about. There's a lot of Cox talking here. Um, Well, it all started with Micah Parsons. uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. So moving right along. Please. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to like, when, I, when you, when you're doing these graphics, sometimes you need something to make you laugh. And I, 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 uh, I came across another profile, John Bradley with the duet and the earring combo that's, uh, between, between him and, uh, Craig James. I mean, they could be the new, uh, Drew Hill, maybe, uh, Drew Hill, maybe, maybe where's the dragon. Now we all now we all love Alex Singleton for what he did. Um, I gotta I, get him talk, a hair dryer. Talk about role role player and uh, he has the you know the no, the nice eighties uh, look. Uh, what is that white snake look? Not white snake. But, Don't um, you dare put that uh, name not on that him. white snake. Um, the other white snake. Yeah. Um, T.J. Edwards is he really a three down player? No. That we no. could. I mean, he's the two down thumper. Do we need a linebacker in space? Jannard Avery moving from defensive end uh, to linebacker, and this is how he's how he's like. I gave up a draft pick. I got to do whatever I can do to make this work. Davion Taylor, in theory, is supposed to be that guy that we believe in the future. Uh, he's an athletic guy that can run. Uh, is the football IQ there yet? Sean Bradley again, amazing do rag, gearing combination. Uh, Temple's own. Uh, knows everything about his opposing players by going to their IGs, IG pages. Love that. <laughs> Rashad Smith and Joe. I, you, you, you tell me how you spell, say his name. Bachi. Bachi. Bachi Balls. <laughs> uh, so, how are you guys feeling about after looking at those guys? What are you? What are you? What are you feeling? What? What are the initial reaction and feeling when you look at that group? I mean, we have no linebackers. We got no linebackers. I mean, I mean, if you were to take some of these guys uh, to another team, they're not starting or playing at all. I mean, you take Alex Singleton and any single one of them uh, on most teams, these guys aren't NFL starters. So I would say that that entire core uh, needs to be revamped. And that is something that you just can't ignore. Like we've been doing year after year after year. I'm really hoping that the Eagles are locking in on drafting a, uh, a linebacker hopefully by the end of day two. It's scary as shit. I mean, besides Alex Singleton, what, who else is there to talk about out of that core? Nobody. So, yeah. I mean, like, I I think that we're probably going to have to spend at least three picks on the yeah. linebacker position in this damn draft. Yeah, <laughs> I, I say help me, dear Lord, help me when I see that. Um, we've talked about this for years in and years out, guys. Uh, why the Eagles don't put an emphasis on the linebacker position, I I don't know, but you think that with Jonathan Gannon watching what Darius Leonard, Anthony Walker were able to do for the Colts, you'd hope that maybe they give him a linebacker. So I would love to see, you know, maybe not in the first round if we don't get one of these bigger names, maybe you get like a Nick Bolton, uh, Xavier Collins in a second, third round. I don't know, um, but we need to address it. I know that uh, Neville Hewitt is somebody that the Eagles are interested in right now. That dude is a beast and uh, he's actually a converted safety for Marshall. And I think that, He's somebody that comes out. He could definitely help with the run, more of a weak side linebacker. But I think he would uh, come in and help this team immensely. So we need to address it. I would take a veteran, and I will take all the help I can get in the draft. 
Yeah, just bringing up uh, the list of uh, courtesy of Draft Network. Um, you know, you just talked about Nick Bolton, a guy I'm looking at. Cameron uh, McGrone, another guy. Um, Jabril well, Cox has been brought up. Jabril mm. Cox. I mean, I'm just talking about these guys in this area is the range I'm trying to, like, look at. Because, I mean, obviously, Jeremiah Usu Karamoa. I think uh, he, he's he's like a safety in space. Um, Could but you he, imagine if he dropped at 37? I mean, hey, let's talk. But, you know, the, how many how many years have the Eagles, Eagle fans been wanting a, uh, a linebacker to come in and play? I mean, Jabril, Jabril Cox, over a thousand, close to a thousand snaps in the slot. That's kind of sexy. But is he is he an all around Dumper uh, in the run game. He needs to work there, but I think in space, he's he's a big 6'3, 230 something pound safety. Like he'd be perfect. Uh, he, he can run. He can run. So I mean that's what if that's what we're looking for. But overall, I mean, you're just talking about having serviceable linebackers. You know, Singleton, man, he showed up, man. Singleton really balled out. I think um he stepped I'm, up uh, when we needed him for sure. Be dope to trade. Shout out to Todd in the chat. He says it'd be dope to trade Ertz for a decent linebacker. That's something that could happen. Like if we don't get him, get rid of him now in a trade, you can always trade him later on during the draft, like to move well, up, yeah, move down maybe. You know, like if we can't get someone for him now, right now, like you know, hey, you want to move up ten spaces, just move Ertz. Yeah, it's kind of weird, man. We just we just talking about moving. <laughs> Like, yeah. Everyone's like, Kyle Pitts is in the house. Yeah, yeah. And maybe but, we could give him to the Bengals and get uh, Logan Wilson, which I wanted last year. Uh, yeah. If not, maybe uh, – and then they would stay away from Pitts or cheat. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, idea, the idea of trading back in the first round – uh, if, you know, neither Chase or Pitts were to fall to you and then you end up, you know, you trade back a, a few picks, maybe five picks, and then you could end up picking up another day two pick. I mean, that that would be that would put us right where we need to be for uh, that linebacker chart that Gail just showed us. Um, and we would have pretty much two picks in that area. So kind of like the idea would, of that. Yeah, Five picks would put us it. behind the Cowboys. Don't you dare, Evan. Yeah. I, I was throwing a number out there. I know. I'm just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was uh, – shout out to PD says uh, Cameron McGrone could do a bit of everything. I, I started watching him the other day. And, man, he's, he's got some really good tape. Um, I was pretty interested in – and shout out to Matthew says Monty Rice from University of Georgia, KJ Britt from Auburn. It was funny. I was, I've been watching some Monty Rice. I've seen Monty Rice covering Jalen Waddle. definitely has he was covering Jalen Waddle on the play. And I was like, this dude is running with Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Waddle runs a 4 3, potential 4 2 high. Uh, so I was like, I, I mean, maybe I need to look into this guy. Uh, we have a resident Giant fan in here. Shout out to NYG F O L Y F E. What's up, respect, fellas? Respect, respect. He said, What's up, fellas? He, said go, midnight out the he said, Go Midnight Green. Um, <laughs> Shout out to you for joining the chat and congratulations on the, on the Galladay sweepstakes. Yes. Yeah. Holy. Chris Raven Collins is a beast. I would like him in, in the second round. He's an interesting prospect. Size, sure. the way that runs in space. Uh, but those are kind of the players you're like, man, these guys are solid, but can do you see the Eagles drafting this guy? Yeah. Yo, Nick Bolton is somebody, and I mentioned Bolton and Collins, but if I had to pick between the two right now, that would really be a tough decision, to be honest with you, because they're both fairly talented. But Nick Bolton gets me really excited watching him, and I feel like he could be a linebacker on the Eagles that just flies around, crushes people, and uh, isn't so horrible as coverage as some of the things I've seen. And uh, he would be an intriguing pick for me, man, and I would love some linebacker help. Isn't it weird that – you know, those times when we had solid linebacker play where it was like you really felt comfortable about the the linebackers in space. You, mm-hmm. you felt like we had some guys in here that, oh, I mean, back in the day when you had Trotter, you were like, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, off, you know, offensive offenses have changed these days. You need a, a player that can run. Um, but now nowadays it's like I look at our linebacker group and I'm like, 
sad trombone. I'm not, and I'm not even like trying to like, 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 I, you know, that you just dream of having that guy to like man the middle mm-hmm. and be a dog. I mean, Micah Parsons, you know, it's the same, man, because the last time I got excited about a linebacker was when we played Carolina, and that was Nigel Braddon, the way he was all over that field. Yeah, That's I like the linebacker that yeah. I wish we could have on an every week basis. I mean, but looking at these players that are coming out of the draft, man, this thing is lined up so perfectly. Again, it just falls back to making sure that we make the right picks, you know what I mean? And, and, it, and one of those key linebackers could fall right into our laps. Yeah, it's very possible. Now, now Pete has a uh, – he has a solution here. He says draft Patrick Sertain in the first and Nick Bolton the second could fix a lot for deep. I, I you know I think Sertain is the, the safe pick, but if I'm if I'm picking, I, I'm I'm going J.C. Horn man. Like J.C. Horn has showed me incredible aggressiveness. Uh, he just ran a four three four. You jumped out the what forty one inch vertical. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're grabbing J.C. Horn over these guys. I I just think the upside. I think the upside is is there. I think Sertan is he's been he's been to some people see you won the whole time, but if you go I mean, back, I, and watch, I, I definitely respect, but I mean definitely not in the first or second, right? We're not talking about picking them. I just think uh, they go offense. Uh, bringing a dog. I mean, if you if you're p- picking Patrick Sertan, you you're moving back yeah. in this yeah. scenario. Well, while I mean. Pete brings up this point, and I think it would surely do wonders for our defense. I just look at this, and I think to myself, okay, but who are we throwing to at this point? If we end up to, we're going this route, then Rager and Jaynaw are starters. Yeah, our so yeah, that, exactly. That's yeah, horrifying. We, we, like, we, might, we might be able to hold teams from scoring, but we're not going to be able to score ourselves. Those so other three teams go. in our division have number one wide receivers. Yep, we don't even exactly. have one yet. We can't even, you know, declare Rager as that number one guy. I think you. I think you need to go man. after a, a weapon with the first pick, and then the next five out of six picks need to be defensive players. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's struck a nerve. Yeah, he's like, he said, "Bro, bro, Casey <laughs> Warren can't do what Sertan can do, bro. You don't get to play for Saban if you're not. All right, well, if you go back to his freshman year and you saw C.D. Lamb, uh, straight murder him as a freshman." I get it. He's a freshman, um, but I. I That's fine. Look, did I've Javon Diggs play for Nick I watched enough Sertan to know that he has issues when he doesn't get his hand on you early. Once, once he gets intermediate short game, yeah. When you have, he has to turn and run, things get a little wiry. He likes to feel you out. It's getting weird here. But he likes what you got, what you got, Pete? What you got, Pete? After that, what you got? <laughs> you know, what I mean? Devon Diggs played for Alabama, so just because you went to Alabama does not make you. Uh, there's, there's nothing F wrong. With, yeah. you know, I think. I think. I think. Sarge is sarcasm. I think. Uh, I think Sertan is like. He's probably one of the safest cornerbacks when you think of the football IQ. He's been starting since he was a freshman. He's got tons of snaps in the SEC, like. Again, when you get to the next level, it's not just about safe. You're, you're talking about what their game can transcend to. So if you look at J.C. Horn, you want an aggressive, in-your-face, press man, um, slap you silly, and then turn around to the Eagles crowd and make them go nuts because that's what we probably want to see, that kind of aggressiveness. Uh, and it depends on what kind of defense you're, you're running too as well. So it's not – again, we're, we're talking about – this is what I'm talking about, Jamar Chase. All right. This is what I'm geared towards offense weapons in the first. If Sewell's there, I even grab Sewell. I mean, we need Lyman too. So, um, I mean, that, that shores up a position for like the next decade. You, you draft Sewell, that's a position you don't have to worry about for eight to 10 years to come. Like Kelsey. Yeah. Lane. Brandon exactly. Brooks. How old are they? Yeah. 30, 30 something. I think Lane was drafted in 13, right? I mean, we're just getting long in the tooth of the position. You just got to, like, if you can you get a better workout like the other day, his uh, pull ups. Hey, who, yeah, Lane? Those, yeah, but those legs don't. Can I see the scars? Yeah, he's, skip, he's skipping a few leg days. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he does have a pin, doesn't he? Doesn't Lane have a pin in his ankle now? He's all jacked up, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely jacked up, upper body, you know what I mean? 
upper body all day, but you know what I mean? Those legs, those legs is what we need. Uh, most Alabama secondary most. players transition to the NFL. Most of most of them. No, Sertain's great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we, we talk about the one that was drafted high by the Jets. I was talking about the Cowboys. Shitty corner. <laughs> well, but, uh, um, Humphrey, he, he's playing well. He, he's a guy that he, oh, he, yeah. he's played well, and he's a guy that they said that um, he would have issues when he was running downfield, and he's he's – He's turned into a, a solid corner. Yeah, he's adjusted very well. He's it's funny because, like, I, I could talk about Jamar Chase being the guy, but this is a defensive podcast. Yeah, we're let's trying to be defense. Let's we're trying to be defense. defensive about the defense. <laughs> but everyone wants to talk offense. It's okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, going going back to our, our defensive line here. There's no uh, there's uh, there's no newsflash. There's no do rags in this one. In the earring combinations, um, we have Brandon Graham, who you know, making that that Pro Bowl. Derek Barnett, can he stay healthy? Got he got paid, got his little ten mil in the bank. Um, hope, hopefully, he's diversifying his his money. With um, the- <laughs> Josh Sweat, a fan favorite, fan favorite of mine and this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Matt Leo. Uh, I didn't know what Matt Leo looked like until until this moment. Like a horse. Joe Osman. Joe Osman. He's he's the the, the fiery, motory, uh, depth depth guy. Uh, What do you think about the defensive ends um, right off the bat? I mean, Joe Osman, like, I remember the one year, like, he was big on, on the preseason, and they were, like, really high hopes for him. But again, he's like another one that just can't stay healthy, man. So uh, I really would like to see that guy, you know, what I mean, flash a little bit and hoping that, you know, what I mean, he gets more PT this year. Uh, honestly, from our, a defensive end standpoint, I think that we have more depth at that position than most of the other positions on the field. Um, I really like Brandon Graham. I've been saying that for years. I mean, obviously, he's he's. Everybody knows what Brandon Graham is. You know what you're going to get out of Brandon Graham. It's solid production each and every year. Uh, Derek Barnett definitely needs to show us something. I mean, I think that Josh Sweat really uh, made some waves last year and showed that he could potentially be that starting guy to start opposite of uh, of Brandon Graham. But I think that we're kind of somewhat deep for us in that position. Defensive end speaking. I mean, you have Uh, one more player. One one more depth player right there to, you know, obviously – we weren't going to sign uh, Clowny. Not Clowney. <laughs> My man just went to the Jets. Yes. Oh, Vinny Curry? Vinny Curry. Curry. I mean, Curry. in theory, it's nice. It's a nice story. Um, but Eagle fan wins the Super Bowl with the Eagles. Depth yes. guy fourth last year. Came in cheap. You know, it is what it is. Um, I think one more guy added to the mix would be nice. That could be, that could be via the draft. Um, it's going back to the defensive tackle group. You know, we got Fletcher Cox. You know, he, he's he's a cog in the middle. Javon Hargrave started to play a little bit better uh, as the season went on. Uh, we recently recently brought back Hassan Ridgeway. I like that signing. I do too. Uh, Ty McGill, uh, Raquan Williams. Uh, bringing up the rear, I think um, we this isn't the best defensive tackle class. I think there's there's some pieces on the back end, you know, that where we're picking. I'm not sure exactly uh, who I like. Um, you know, I was looking at a guy um, out of USC recently, uh, Marlon Tupoloto, who had a a uh, uh, meeting with the Eagles at the senior bowl. So I'm kind of interested in him in the range that we might pick in mid rounds. Um, what are you thinking about the defensive line group? I mean, the defensive tackle group. I think I feel guy? a lot more comfortable than I do about the defensive end. Um, you know, Brandon Graham getting up there in age, but you still, I think pretty dependable. Uh, Josh Sweat, I love uh, the upside there, hoping that he really can be something. Derek Barnett, you never know. Uh, he's got to stay healthy, and I'm not even sure he really stays on this roster. Um, they could still get, let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, 
Uh, I would address defensive end, but defensive tackle, I think you actually got some pretty damn good depth there. So, yeah, maybe uh, go after someone in a later round uh, to add some depth there. But T.Y. McGill and Hassan Ridgeway backing up Hargrave and Cox. If everybody's healthy, I like that. And then Raekwon Williams from Michigan State last year. Maybe he's a young guy that can push uh, one of the depth guys. But uh, that's one of the more comfortable areas uh, that I feel about this defense, is defensive tackle. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, this defensive tackles is definitely loaded up. If they just stay healthy, they can each, you know, play a key factor. Uh, Gail, how do you feel the fact that Jimmy just got finished saying that Barnett might not even be on the roster? Are you all right? That didn't that didn't get into your feelings, it? Yeah, I'm not I'm not a bar I'm not a Barnett stand guy. Oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I, I, I appreciate what he brings. I appreciate what he he helped us get a Super Bowl sure. ring. Yeah, he, look, he's a Malcolm Butler. I get it. Yeah, you know look, I mean? look at the logo on your, your wall. You have a you have a Super Bowl logo on there. I yeah. get it. I get it. You know okay. what I mean? But that was all Brandon Graham. I, I, he recovered the ball. Hey, this guy. It takes a team, man. You're right. You're right. He said, "You, you talk like a you talk like a baseball player." <laughs> this guy. This guy. Now one one guy here. Uh, Pete Nathan says, "What do y'all think of Quiddy Pay?" I think you know he's he's solid, but but do Michigan? I think do I think I feel uh, good about defensive tackle, so I'm not really interested. I just don't think uh, he's going to be. I, I just he's not going to be on the board in the second round. Yeah. He's, I he's mean, going, I got I, I, there's, going there's two two Miami Hurricanes that you know I mean, they're going to get drafted, and but I don't see them falling into our hands. Oh, Russo so. Phillips. Russo and Phillips, yes, sir. You know, yeah, if, if Phillips, Phillips, if Phillips uh, was there in the second, you know. Oh, yes. That would be oh, – Gail, we talked about that earlier. That's – yep, yep, that's that defensive end depth right there. See you later, Derek Barnett. I'll help you pack yeah. your bags. <laughs> I'll pack them for you. Deshae <laughs> uh, in the comments is uh, – if Josh Wetter, if you're out there, he is talking about your knees right now, okay? And he says you're on a snap count. Um, you know, I think obviously we know that his history with, you know, he almost had. To, he thought he always almost had to amputate his knee when his 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 knee like was high school, bad. Right? Was he gonna get to keep the bottom half of the leg? Yeah, uh, <laughs> this guy, no sympathy. You know, this guy. We just talked about uh, sorry. no sympathy. <laughs> it's it, my, my my brain's just wired to tell jokes, dude. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lieutenant sarcasm. <laughs> nah, listen, man. Look, it's sweat. I, I I feel confident on sweat this year. I mean, this is his th- what third year going into the seat, third, fourth year. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and yep. I think it's it's that time, man. You know what I mean? He 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 showed us uh, a lot of what he has in the tank last year, and I think he's going to bring out a whole lot more this year. So I, I think he's going to be a key factor. Nah, shout out to Mucci. He says uh, Eagles need to look at. Uh, is yep. it Neville? Neville. 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 Yeah. Um, and shout out to Mucci. Check out his YouTube channel, man. Uh, good stuff over there. Uh, Paul from London says, I like Hargrave, but I think we can get someone better. Wow. Mm. All right. Okay. All right, I mean, I, okay. I, I, I thought he played a little bit better. I, I saw in the chat earlier, someone mentioned something about Malik Jackson. I wish he didn't. I, the way that our bank account is set up, we uh, save money by letting Malik Jackson who is would now you, with the Browns, right? Would you have rather had Malik Jackson or Hargrave? Because personally, I would I would rather have Hargrave. Oh, yeah, dude. Hargrave, yeah. I think he really turned it on at the end of the year, man. He's actually pretty damn good. Uh, I, I think people are going to find out this, this year, year if they stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But then, he then carries again, it into this year, definitely. Yeah, stay healthy. Him and Cox together, who you double-teaming. Good luck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you think about – um. We just keep on thinking. You forget that Jim Schwartz isn't here, so yeah. our, our defense could look whole new scheme, could, man. You I'll never, go kick like, a pick a fence right I, now. I, I, I don't give a I shit. mean, that's that's one of the that's one of the excitements going into the new year because it's a new scheme all the way around. You Do know, you what I mean, think, come on, let's 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 cut all the bullshit. You know, what I mean, had we kept the same coaching staff right now, would we be like, oh shit? We already know what scheme they're gonna go. Yeah, with. exactly. Well, we already, know, you know, what I mean, these 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 off these rivalries, these other teams already can figure us out. Here goes another long season. But this year, we got a new coaching staff. We got a new scheme. I'm, I'm excited, man. Let's go. Do you think it, Do you think Gannon is going to end up uh, rotating the defensive line the same way that uh, Jim Schwartz did? Because that, that was one of the things that, as, as much trash as we talked on Jim Schwartz, I thought that he rotated that line pretty well. 
I think it's a big thing in the NFL to do that, obviously. Um, and that's how, you know, those kind of teams win championships. But mm-hmm. it's just kind of depended on how much you rotate. So that also comes back to how much talent. If you've got a guy out there that demands he's on the field, you know, all three downs, then right. you got to keep him out there. But we don't hey. necessarily have that guy. And I think Josh Sweat wasn't necessarily, yes, he had injury history. And, yes, you got to kind of watch that. He's had a couple of dings along the way. But the reason he isn't playing as much is because he needed to improve on his run game. He was, you know, mostly a pass rusher. And there's a lot of things he needs to work on. I'm hoping in year three, he's going to be that guy. Very high on him. But uh, that's why he really hasn't been playing. So, right. hopeful year three is big for him. Though. Shout out to Matthew. Um, he says, Hollywood, I am Sergeant Sarcasm from Twitter. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes, you do know. We're just taking but, your title, man. Sorry. Um, but he says, for safeties, the Divine Diablo, Paris Ford from Pitt. Just the name Noah. itself has me so. Oh, yeah. Divine Diablo. That's Fun. awesome. Yeah. Man. I mean, that name right there just has me so. Oh, <laughs> shit. Bring uh, him on. Joe Jacoby Stevens from LSU. How about the? There was, who was the cornerback? Uh, his his name's Trill Williams. That's kind mm-hmm. of a sick. That's a sick. It sick is a sick name. name. That's a sick name. I'll, I'll take Josh more Wade. if we're talking about safeties. Uh, Josh Sweat. <laughs> Josh Sweat is a good name, though. No? Nice. <laughs> Josh Sweat is a good name. Yeah. Uh, Pete says he got clapped <laughs> by Josh Sweat. <laughs> Pete said he got his cheeks clapped by Josh Sweat. I'm not so sure if that's what he said. I don't think that's what he said. You did it to yourself. You Mike Parsons in the house. All right. He said, What the hell is even that? Josh Sweat clapped my cheeks once. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Oh man. oh man! We need that. We need that Michael Jordan meme. Stop it and get some help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, Deshay says Gannon loves to do is disguise what he's doing. And I think that's one thing about Jim Schwartz and the fact that a lot of defensive players around the, the league were saying that you know they're not disguising what they're doing. We know what they're doing. Uh, they have uh, someone like Michael Jaquette alone on an island. Jaquette <laughs> Island is a thing in Philadelphia only. What can I do to put you in some good years today? Talking <laughs> yeah. to wide <laughs> We got you, Pete. <laughs> um, Joe says, our defense has to play mean. We've been playing softball shit for the past five years. And it's ridiculous. We have to strike fear into other offense. I mean, I think I'm going to lose my shit when I see the first blitz of the year. Well, I think the thing is, you know, people talk about what Jonathan Gannon is going to do. The thing is, we literally have – not only do we not know what he's going to be running here, he's never been a defensive coordinator, but we never even met the guy. He's never talked to the media yet. You know, but what you can take is the work he's done with Minnesota and all the previous work, whatever. But, you know, most recently, seeing what he did in Minnesota with those defensive backs and then in Indianapolis, and you've seen some guys that went there and really improved their careers, really, you know, brought them back to life. So I think, you know, with a team that's really struggling in the secondary, like we've talked about, this is great for us. And, you know, Prime just mentioned he can't wait to see the first blitz. I think we're going to get a lot of that. You know, I have no real idea of what he's going to bring. But just hearing what kind of person he is from Anthony Harris and other guys watching tapes, sounds like he's got a lot of fire, a lot of excitement. And I know we're asking a lot because a lot of us grew up watching Jim Johnson. And if you want to go back, Buddy Ryan, whatever. Just saying, we expect that defense to come out and punch you right in the mouth. That's Philadelphia Eagles football. And damn it, that's what we want. So, Jonathan Gannon, baby, I'm more than excited about him. Hey, Jimmy, you are you talking <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy was waiting. We got to get Jimmy. I got to get you to one of my baseball games, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, one time somebody actually brought me to one and like they were missing a bunch of players. So they're like, yo, Smitty, you can play, right? And I'm like, I was a little half tuned in at the moment. I'm like, you know what? Let's go, baby. Ended up getting like a triple, a double. Dude, uh, dude, it was too much, but uh, good times. I'll definitely show up and be your support, brother. I appreciate you, bro. I I would hire you to talk to my imaginary child over here about like pepping him up to play in a game. You know, dude, I was a baseball coach before all this stuff happened to me. Yeah, I said the slide head first. Uh, Yo, just imagine the parents are trying to get out of control. I'd strike fear into them by just saying something to Mike. Like they'd be like, oh, you know, I'll have what he's having. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I, I just think overall, I, I feel like 
you know, obviously the offense is going to take the cake of all the talk right now. Uh, if you listen to talk radio, um, if you lo- listen to podcasts, it's all about Jamar Chase. Uh, but, you know, Kyle someone, some, someone, in the, someone in the chat, I think it was Pete, was saying that uh, Pete, that, uh, that Jamar takes plays off. I mean, all wide receivers take plays off. That's the thing. I, I you don't that's, like that's, to see that's it. coming from a former wide receiver, right? There. You don't like, to like see it is. straight from the that's horse's it. mouth. If, if, they're, if they're not involved in the offense, they will take plays off. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be an ongoing thing between Gail and Pete now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to even go there again. But I'm going to say that that uh, you know, it, the the talk of the town is wide receivers. Talk of the town is Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts is really taking over the discussion. I think now people are talking themselves out of chase. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. They ride um, the wave, Gail. You know that. Jalen Waddle one week and then, yo, think oh, of oh. think of a think of a athlete, more athletic Anquan Bolin mm. with playmaking ability. Um stretch the defense. We'll 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 play with he's got his play strength is ridiculous. And then people will people will talk about um Kyle Pitts and moving him to X. Um I mean he's a tight end. I mean he he's a unicorn to some people. But I'm saying, like I, I at the end of the day I feel like Jamar Chase like I don't, I if he's there, there you can move up. He's he's the icing man. He is the icing he's the entire cake as a matter of fact. If you can get Jamar Chase, I think that this offense can be completely re uh retooled. It, it would be night and day from last year. Uh, we had someone in the chat saying uh, it was Kelly. Kelly said he coached in Texas and wide receivers did this. It's a thing. If you don't get targets, you become oh, crazy. Man. You become crazy as a wide receiver. Uh, Lazy Divas says, Mark, Dude, we um, know when to put it on. Calm down. So, <laughs> Mark, Mark, is, he's a he's a he's an Oregon fan. If I said Oregon, right? Because Oregon people get upset when you say hey, Oregon, well, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Sounds like a Oregon. Lord Rings character. He's a big he's a big Sewell guy. So I, I feel like he's man. Um, the only red flag I have on Sewell is he has his own YouTube channel with his girlfriend. Kind of cringy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That was pretty cringy. I, I saw a video of that as well, and it was. Well, like, who's watching it? Who's who's the weird one watching? I'm sitting here like, what am I watching? He's like, oh, we got we got a new apartment, and the, here's the that's closet. all you, bro. Here's, here's my here's my here's my sneaker collection. At sneaker collection, yeah, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Say. You know, for a, a, about to be like a multi millionaire, his sneaker collection could use could a be sneaker. better. That's not a red flag to you as a sneakerhead. The the a little bit. Uh, no, he probably found that as disrespect. The YouTube channel was kind of, I remember. I'm we writing that in my draft him. profile right now. On him. We were roasting <laughs> him in the chat. We were like, yo, you know Sue has his own YouTube channel? What if he becomes an eagle and he sees us? We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Get that we out the way now. now. We'd love to have you on our YouTube channel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Pete says a lot of players have YouTube channels. and it's they not have- that kind of YouTube channels the thing i mean no like if you have your own youtube channel but then if you have one as a couple a lot of a lot of players do though i know but to me it's sort of a if you're a head coach you're like you know like is it gonna be the is it gonna be the same faces after the draft (laughs) you know like again like here in philadelphia people will criticize everything and anything uh nick sirianni's Speech, his uh, conferences, his beard, his aftershave. Uh, what else? Are we, I mean, we're, we're we're criticizing uh, Joe Flacco right now and the neck beard. Um, Look for an opportunity to criticize absolutely anything. We're making fun of our linebackers' do rags right now and the earring combinations. Uh, making fun? I was praising you. No, no I was sweating it. It was pretty like, hey, we need something to uh, appreciate these days. Hmm. Uh, Michael, uh, Michael Leroy Wright says it's the, it's the same people that watch Goodwin season. I actually watched the Goodwin season. You would. <laughs> hey man, this is what we do. We, we make sure that we follow up on all our players, what their mentals are like. 
and he obviously broke it down and made made it known that um you know he had a, he had a kid on the way or he had a child there they he wasn't going to play and he, he announced it on his channel so it is what it is it's cool i mean respect went back to san fran and um yeah got cut the next day yep. i mean i i Thanks for that pick man i and suppose the are being a little unfair because i know that there's a lot of uh players out there that are streaming playing video games and whatnot i don't think that's necessarily a red flag but as Jerry far as what gail and i were saying yeah the uh the, the couple's youtube page is just a a different level from, that, from streaming video games. Is that a, is a is that that is that a thing? Is that a red flag? I I say yes. Yeah, I love not, my girlfriend, but I don't have a YouTube channel with her. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do it's, YouTube. It's channel. not join a Facebook account. It's not as big a red flag as the whole Micah Parsons thing. <laughs> yes, your, you want you want to do that stuff with your girlfriend? So you do that. That's fine. But uh, the whole Micah Parsons thing. Yeah, I'll take that much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. any anybody that says I'm going to Sandusky you, I have. That's not even funny. Yeah, I, no, mean, I, I got yeah, issues, man. Yeah. I got issues, man. I, I that's it's just and you're really on different. and you're on the same damn campus. Like really? Yep. <laughs> like what the f- <laughs> what's in the water man what's in the water <laughs> shit uh know. lance is shooting from the hip here he says how can the offense be complete uh lyman has age on them some of them were out last season maybe he's he's at answering to someone else um yeah i mean i'm talking about line line is a it's a, it's a need like it'd be funny if all this jamar chase talk and they end up getting uh rashawn slater from uh, TCU and everyone like, oh, we now we got a TCU lineman <laughs> and a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just had to speak it into existence. No, no but, but the I'm, thing I'm, is, I'm we talk about like, needing depth there, but it's like I'm, it's not like we're blowing over it. First off, we're talking about defense today, but the thing is, it's like if you're talking to us, uh, we've addressed it. And the thing is, obviously, we have to stay healthy. Yes, we want everyone to stay healthy on the team, but if this offensive oh, line yeah. is healthy. Uh, yeah, they're good, but you Plater's gotta address Northwestern. that. Plater's Northwestern. Yeah, ah. uh, I was thinking about is his Greg Newsom is his teammate. I like Greg Newsom. Like Northwestern. Uh, but how about Robert in the chat here? Um, oh, yeah. It's breakdown. Where'd Jimmy go? Hey, Evan, want to read? <laughs> want to read that for us? It's a, it's a lot of words. Uh, if we don't trade it, Robert says. Let me preface that. If we don't trade any picks, which is impossible. My 11 picks are Jamar Chase at six, uh, Pat Fryermuth. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. We'll take uh, it. At, th- at 37, uh, Tylen Wallace at 70, Jamin Davis, linebacker from Kentucky, uh, like at 84. Uh, at 150, it's a big jump there. Uh, we, we have a long gap in between 84 and 150. He falls to here. Uh, yeah. Amari Rogers from mm. Clemson. Good. Asking a lot. Uh, guy Gale's been talking about a lot. Uh, yep. Drake Jackson, uh, center out of Kentucky at 189 or 156. I'm sorry. At 189, we got Jarrett Peter, uh, Patterson, running back from Buffalo. 224, Shamar Jean Charles. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the French pronunciation on that guy. Uh, then we've got, I'm sorry, Lamont Wade. Uh, from Penn State, uh, and Patty Fisher from Northwestern. Oh, and Josh, hey, Josh Bell. Bell. Yeah. Is that Drake and Josh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Patty and, Fisher. Uh, yeah, he- I, I mean, Dr- uh, Drake Jackson's someone that you've been hyping up a lot, Gail. Uh, I think that <laughs> we do need to start thinking beyond Jason Kelsey, obviously. Um, it's We are in the, the waning years of his career. Uh, I don't anticipate much more time spent here. So, um, yeah, I, I would think that it would be nice to have a guy just learn behind Kelsey for a year. I love that idea. Yeah, uh, someone just made a comment. I, I think, you know, you, obviously you have to address a lot of uh, areas of need uh, you have to go in with you know some kind of plan but really to go into the draft and think that you know anything that's going to happen and you know luckily we're sitting at six so we only have to wait for five you know teams in front of us you know for now but uh look we got to go in with a plan we'll see who falls to us but that's the thing we have so many holes let's see who the best player available is let's get that best player each round and we could really improve this team because there's so many holes uh but i would 
go after a weapon, like I said, and then I would address the defense with predominantly most of the rest of the picks, like seven out of the ten rest of the picks I would probably go defense. I don't even think I could remember that name. Oh, Kelly says uh, Mala Sala Amave Lalula from Oregon. Hey, you, you know, you know, Sewell's uh, shout out to Mark, uh, who was saying Sewell's younger brother is a linebacker who was like freshman Pac 12 player of the year, something like that. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Pete is back. Jim Morton. Jim Morton. <laughs> Another center that might be there in the sixth round if we miss out on Drake. It's it's funny like it's like each guy, each person has their own like little prospects that they're pumping up. Um, shout out to uh, Austin Watkins Jr. Um, from UAB, Sammy Watkins, and Jalen Watkins' cousin. We just did a, a video with him, wide receiver. Um, he's getting a lot of hype. Did 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 work at the Senior Bowl. I, I take 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 a look at him at a UAB. Uh, crispy routes for his size, but you know, we all have our, our guys, and it's, it's cool to see all these different names in the chat. I think, um, there's one other comment here Matthew says Creed Humphrey from mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Landon Dickerson. Landon Dickerson has uh, he's, he's the one with the injury history, you know, yeah, uh, torn his AC, a torn ACL. He's got a couple things there, um, but I think if if anyone would know anything about Landon Dickerson. It'd be stout. Um, so, you know, obviously we, we got to get, we got to, we got to think about the line. Trenches is not fun. Talk about the grunt work here. We all want to talk about the Jamar Chases in the, of the world, but at the end of the day, it's about protecting. It's about um, trench warfare. It's about Fletcher Cox getting a replacement down the road. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen in this draft. But uh, before we get out of here, we'll hit the hour mark here. Uh, any last words, Evan? Uh, no, uh, I think that uh, our 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 we ha- our plate is full right now. And but what I mean by that is we have a lot of work to do. Uh, we're not going to be able to, unfortunately, I don't think, uh, solve everything in one year unless uh, we have some divine intervention come through and uh, so, you know something happens, someone pops off that we didn't expect to pop off. We find some diamond in the rough in late rounds. Uh, but ultimately, this is probably a, a two-year fix. Uh, so the, the best thing you could do is just chip away and fill as many holes as you can and then readdress the following year. Prime. Yeah, two quick things, man. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to the Elite Superfans. Um, this past week, they put a video together to send over to Giovanni. Uh, mm. Giovanni ended up reaching back. He was really thrilled about the videos we ended up sending him. Um, super excited. Uh, definitely lifted his spirits up. Um, I mentioned to him that, you know what I mean, I will be rocking that Carson Wentz jersey with him. So, you know what I mean, say what y'all want to say. Uh, the second thing is, uh, you know, I'll say I it under my get... breath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> second thing is, I want to give a shout out to uh, my Candom D backs. You know, the season starts. Really, yeah. <laughs> The season starts on Sunday, you know what I mean? Let's get ready for that repeat. Uh, got the privilege to go ahead and sponsor them this year, so look out for the D-backs with the Prime logos on there. I'll be bringing that out shortly. All right, more details to follow. Um, <laughs> other than that, you know, stay safe. Uh, make sure you guys are checking on your loved ones, your friends, whatever the case may be, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Yes, sir. Jimmy. Well, uh, first off, thanks to everybody that tuned in tonight. It was great. Uh, And you guys, of course, it was awesome talking with you guys. Uh, I'm always excited to talk about birds. uh, But I think, you know, if anything, uh, Evan kind of said, you know, we have a lot of holes to fill. So it's not going to be all fixed in this draft, but we got 11 picks. Maybe we can hit on like six or seven. I'm asking for a lot here, but maybe we address the defensive side of the ball. I think you should get a weapon in the first round just because of the fact that let's find out if Jalen Hurts is that quarterback of the future. Uh, So it might be a bumpy road, but let's get excited about that unknown we talked about because we knew what was going to come. Prime said we knew exactly what would happen if Jim Schwartz and Doug Peterson out there. So they're not. Let's get pumped up. I know these coaches are young. The players are young. Oh, my God. I feel Jason Kelsey coming for another speech, baby. So we get a little excited about these birds. I know I am. Hope you guys are all staying safe. Thanks for tuning in. And go birds. Uh, I'm just going to say Howie Roseman. Uh, Jeffrey Lurie, 
Open your hearts to, to the draft department. The scouting uh, group has done a, a phenomenal job over the years. If you would just listen to them when they say Jeremy Chin is there, um, listen, open your hearts, and listen. And, and hopefully they can make the right picks. Um, we got a, enough picks. Uh, hopefully we might get even a couple more. I know we, we just lost the comp pick last year for next year, um, signing Joe Flacco. So um hate to break it to you. But uh, overall, man, the, I just think these guys need to just really hone in, man. This is where we win. You, you win the draft. You win in multiple years. I mean, just let alone one year. You could get your – Get yourself back. It's about it's all about getting cheap talent, young talent, um, and, and getting really solid picks, and uh, just doing the dirty work. It's not this ain't pretty. A re a sort of rebuild ain't pretty, but it is what it is. We broke, we broke, broke. You know? Yeah, don't expect much at free agency, guys. We don't have money. <laughs> we got like one million in cap space, bro. Like we can. We got our stimmy. You got linebackers at home. We could barely afford uh, a Royale with cheese, okay? Um, (laughs) It is what it is. Uh, We will see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure.